Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I am in New York City with the one and the only Christy Party Six, baby. Welcome to Weekly Trash. Thank you so much. Christy. People are probably like, why the F didn't you say her last name? You don't share your last name. I don't share my last name. How come? I think just for privacy. I mean, I share so much. So much. That there's like certain things that I'm like, no, that's not like necessary. For sure. It's not necessary for anyone to know my last name. They don't. They don't need to. You're just party of six. I'm just party of six. That's who we are. I love it. We need to deep dive into you. Let's we need to talk it. about all of it. Okay. It's so for, full circle for me because literally a year ago, back in September, I came here and you showed up on my TikTok for you page. Yes. And I was like, I'm obsessed with this family. Thank you. I didn't even know like where you came from or anything. Yeah. Now I'm like, holy crap, we total small world. I totally world. can't believe I've never met you. Yes. But I was like, this girl's so cool. Her family's so oh cool. Gosh, I want to live in New York so nice. City because last time was my first time. Okay. And I became obsessed. Yeah. And I just can't believe people like actually live here and yes. like raise children here. Yeah. It's like so crazy <laughs> to me. And so I told my husband, I'm like, she's so cool. I want to oh be here. Oh my god. And now here she's we are. So nice. Freaking podcast. Here we are. And we're going to dumpster deep dive you. Okay, so, let's do it. Today's dumpster deep dive is sponsored by Road to Baby. Did you know that one in eight people in the U.S. alone struggle with infertility and have difficulties growing their family? The team at Road to Baby understand the pain and frustration that can come with infertility, and they are there to help you navigate that often bumpy road to parenthood. Road to Baby is a surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation agency based out of San Diego, California, who connects those in need with surrogates, egg donors, and sperm donors to help them grow their families. Road to Baby believes in fairly compensating those who make these dreams of parenthood come true. First-time surrogates working with Road to Baby receive a minimum of $56,000 for their incredible dedication. Egg donors are generously compensated at $10,000 per donation, and sperm donors earn $5,000 for their first donation. If you've ever considered becoming a surrogate, egg donor, or sperm donor yourself, we encourage you to reach out to Road to Baby. You have the power to change lives and make parenthood dreams come true. And wait, there's more. If surrogacy, egg, or sperm donation isn't for you, but you know someone who might be a perfect fit, you can earn $1,000 in referrals for egg and sperm donors and $6,000 or more for surrogate referrals. So, if you or someone you know is struggling with infertility, remember that you are not alone. The experts at Road to Baby are there to help you navigate this often challenging path to parenthood. Their experience and guidance can make all the difference in your journey. Road to Baby exists to help you grow families, create life-lasting connections, and making dreams a reality. If you're ready to take that first step or just curious to learn more about the process, schedule a free consultation with Road to Baby at www.roadtobaby.com. R-O-A-D-T-U-B-A-B-Y.com. Today's Dumpster Deep Dive is sponsored by Beauty Calls. Beauty Calls Waxing Studio in Draper is owned by a friend of mine named Kylie, who became my friend because she was my waxer first. She was recommended to me about two years ago, and I got my Brazilian wax there, and I never left. I have gone to her ever since, and she is the best in the business. She has over five 
hundred five-star reviews on Google and she specializes in the Brazilians, but she does all other waxing services and does exclusive memberships that give you discounted prices on products. And she makes you just feel comfortable, which is huge, especially when you're going and letting somebody see that part of your body. You want to feel comfortable and she's so professional and just makes you feel safe. If you go to beauty calls underscore on Instagram, B-E-A-U-T-Y-C-A-L-L-S underscore, there's a link in her bio and you can go ahead and book your first service and use code weekly trash for $10 off. I hope you guys do it because she really is the best and she books out fast. So make sure to go over there, book your waxing service and enjoy being hairless. Christy, where are you from? I am from Utah. Okay. So, Conwood Heights area. Yes. I went to Brighton High School. Such a small world. Yes. That that was like my area. Born and raised. Never lived anywhere outside of Utah until really? I moved here. Yeah. Really? You, I feel like you have a lot of friends in Idaho, though. Yeah. I have my best friend. My very okay. best friend lives in Idaho. But gotcha. we met in Utah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you played soccer? Yes. Uh, someone told me you played Sparta yes. soccer. I played Sparta soccer. <laughs> no What is way. even happening? That's so crazy. I know. Yeah, soccer girlies. And you just have one brother? I have a brother and a sister. A brother and a sister. Yes. So there's so three I have a younger you. brother, older sister. Older sister. Yeah. And your mom is a teacher. My mom is a teacher. Yeah. Are your She's parents? the best. She was my teacher. No way. Yeah, so she taught at Brighton. She okay. was my teacher. All my friends had her. Like, she was, like, the cool teacher. Did she teach history? No, English. English. Yeah, That's and then is. she moved over to Alta after I graduated, and then she's been there ever since. Was Did this, you have her? I didn't have her. Yeah. But I have friends that had her. So are you close with your mom then? Because I yes. don't think I would want my mom to be my teacher. And I'm close <laughs> to my mom, but I'd be like, yeah. mom, shut up. I don't want to learn from you. No, I'm so close to my mom, especially in high school. Like, I loved having her there. I think it would have been very different if she was not a cool teacher or not nice yeah. or everyone's like, oh, Miss Pugmire, stay away from her. Yeah. But literally everyone loved her. She's like okay. the sweetest. Like, she's everyone's little, like, school mom. Love and it. so I loved having her. So were you a good student? Um, yes, it yeah. was honors English and I'm, I'm great at English, but what my mom would do is she would send all my essays out to the other English teachers oh, okay. in the department to like read them and grade them. But yeah, I got an A. You got an A. I got an A. You got an A for sure. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder like how that works if your parents, a teacher, because yeah. You don't want to favorite them and like right. give them an A because my husband's dad's a teacher. Oh no way! And he had him as a professor. Okay, and he got so an A cool. in that class yeah. as well. But yeah, like, I got an A, worked. but my mom didn't do any of my grading. Yeah. I will say, I was tardy a lot. She would have my friends like text me. It was first period. Oh, that's and I'm a late queen. Everyone knows. Yeah. So she'd have my friends like text me and be like, like she'd be like, where is she? You know, she's like in the middle of teaching. <laughs> Her daughter's not there, and she'd like tell my friends like. And I'd Where'd like come walking in. I'm like, hey, mom, good morning. You're like, I'm not tardy. <laughs> I know. I'm not tardy. So it's, it's fine. Yeah. She's so, the cutest. So did you go to college? I went to college. Yeah. I kind go? of, I kind of bounced around. So after high school, I went with some of my high school friends to Utah State. Okay. And it was so fun. It's like a fun just school. so fun. We had like the ultimate freshman year experience we lived in the dorms like we just it was so fun did you do like the sorority stuff I didn't do the sorority that surprises no me. I know my sister went to Utah State as well she did yeah. the sorority but I just was like mm, nah. Nah. nah it nah. just like wasn't my thing um but it was 
so fun. But then I had some friends that uh, from high school that went to the U. So after my first year at Utah State, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go to the U and see what that's yeah, all about. The downtown so I, scene. Yeah. So I moved home and that summer I was supposed to go to the U in the fall and I was just kind of like, mm, no, I don't think, I don't think I want to stay like, yeah. you know, it, where I grew up. So I also had some friends from high school that went to Dixie in St. George. Yeah. And my parents had a house in St. George. So they were like, you can live in the house. And I was like, perfect. Okay. So I just randomly like went to St. George and went to Dixie. So that's where you graduated from? No. (laughs) We're we're going. We're we're still bouncing. Okay. okay, So I went to Dixie, which loved St. George. It was so much fun. So I lived in my parents' house. I had some friends that lived in their parents' houses. And then we had like a really fun group of guy friends and we just like lived it up. We went to Vegas all the time. We went to Lake Powell. Like so fun. We just played. It was so fun. But I had a job. Okay. I had a full-time job. So what were you doing? I wanted to be a nurse. Oh, really? Yeah. So I started working at a nursing home in St. George yeah, okay. I know. You okay, bums. I, I did. I mean, you have to get experience before you For can sure. work in the hospital. And so I was like, okay, so I worked the night shift in like the Alzheimer's care unit. And it was kind of scary because it was locked down because, yeah. you know, they get up and yeah, wander and they stuff. Leave. Yeah. So it was locked down. I was there by myself and I just, yeah, I like wiped bums all night. So that was prepared you for motherhood. Prepared me for sure. But I only had to do that for like one month. And while I was working there, I was just applying at the hospital. But there's only one hospital in St. George, not a lot of positions. But then I got hired for an incredible job. It was amazing. I worked in um, like same day surgery, recovery. Like it was really fun. No bums. No bums. And it was, yeah, it was like a really great job. Like a really great job. The hours were great. It was like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was a good job. And then I went to school. So then after that, after my year in St. George, I came back up to Salt Lake because my boyfriend was getting home from his mission. Of course. So I came home for him. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. So I came home. So you were like 20? Um... No, I was 19. 19? Because uh, he was your high school boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we met We met my senior year, but he was in college. So he did a semester oh, okay. at BYU, and he was, like, he was on the football team, did a semester, and then we met. So it was my senior year, his freshman year of college. We met, um, I think, in, like, February or March, okay. and then he left on his mission in August, I went to college in August, did like a year at Utah State, a year at Dixie, came home. Date around, have a little fun. Yeah, you know, the first year he was gone, I literally didn't date date. Like I really? didn't. Like we had agreed before he left that I would not date. Oh, really? Yeah. He, ew. <laughs> yeah, it was not. Ew. Looking back, never would never. I. Never. Yeah. And like, I yeah. put your life on hold literally on hold. me. Yeah. But I, I mean, like we had a super fun group of guy friends and like 
I was flirty and would hang out, but like yeah. I did that first year, I did not like kiss anyone. Wow. I know. That's wild. I know. So he comes home. So he comes home. He was home for two weeks and we got engaged. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. We were so young and so dumb. Were your parents happy for you or were they like, what are you doing? You know, they were they were supportive and happy. I mean, yeah. I think in the back of their mind, they were like, what is she doing? But they also knew that if they told me that, I'd be like, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a little stubborn. Like, and once I like want to do something, I do it. For sure. And so it wouldn't have it wouldn't have changed anything like and I've told them like I'm like why did you guys let me do that yeah and they were like it wouldn't have mattered like if we said don't do this like you would have done you it would anyway have gone to the courthouse anyway for sure so you legit got married yeah we got married so we got engaged two weeks after he got home and then we got married like two months after that like I legit was planning my wedding while he was on his mission like, like, you don't even know if you're going to love him when he gets back. No. Or if he's, like, a weirdo. I know. Was he a weirdo? Um, no. Or he, he was no. He was still the same yeah, person? Yeah, he was, like, yeah, he was the okay. same. So you but, like, I married. was planning my wedding, like, with his mom, with my mom, like, while he was gone. Oh, my gosh. And did you get married in the temple? Yes. Which one? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Same. Yeah. Twins. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, you're not married to him anymore. No, I'm not. But you had your son, Diesel. Yes. And how soon did you have him? Okay, so I think, so I got married when I was 20, and then I had Diesel, I think when I was like, I think I got pregnant at 21, had him at 22. Okay. Like, yeah. So like somewhere around there. Year. But it was definitely, Diesel was not, I mean, not yeah, pla- like not plan- planned. Yeah. Like- I was like, I was in between birth control because I was on birth control pills when I got married and it legit made me crazy. Like, As I was a crazy everyone. person. Yeah, like, no. literally a crazy person. Not myself. Like, not well. I'm so anti. Yeah, same. Birth control. No, same. So, I stopped taking it. And then I had an appointment for, like, a different form of birth control. And in between not taking it and my appointment. No way. Yeah. When you... When that happened, was your marriage not good at that point? Um, okay, so our marriage was very much like a roller coaster. Um, the highs were high, the lows were low. When we were good, we were good. Yeah. And when we were bad, it was really bad. And so how long after Diesel was born did you stay together before getting divorced? So Diesel when we yeah, when we separated, it was right before Diesel's second birthday. Okay. So that's a, a decent amount of time after. Yeah. yeah. And was it mutual, the divorce? Um, Yes. I feel like there's so much I would love to say. For there's sure. There's so much I want to say. I feel like I've been protecting everyone involved for the last 10 years. And I would love to be able just to like say the truth um but because we have a son and because our son is old enough to understand for sure if I were to say what happened he would understand and so I don't feel like a podcast is where I want him to hear it know 
you haven't told him the reasons? No, I haven't. I feel like there was so much that happened and just a lot of, there was a lot that happened. There was a lot. There was a lot that happened and I feel like I am at this point not only protecting the other people involved, um, but I'm protecting him because it's a lot. It is. It's a lot. And I just think he's, he's old enough to understand. Like if I were to come out and say what happened and talk about the betrayal and everything that happened, he would absolutely understand. But I feel like he's too young to know. And I, and I just think that at some point, like he has asked questions, like for sure, you know, and I think his dad and I both just keep it very basic answers, you know, like, yeah, we were young which is true. We were dumb, which is true. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, um, we, we weren't like great for each other. We didn't bring out the best in each other, which is true. Yeah. Just very generic. Yeah. Just generic. Um, but I think at some point I think he has the right to know why his parents are ultimately like the ultimate reason why his parents are not together. Does your ex agree? Um, I don't know. That's something that yeah. I'll have to figure I'm, out. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, we'll have to figure out yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. So but I think we have a while until we get there with Diesel. Like, I think, you know, maybe as he's oh, like a young adult, but right now he's too little to. It's It's, compl- it's, it's messy. It's, it's so messy. And it's, you know, just a lot of traumatic things. So for sure. It's just messy. So you get divorced. Yeah. Was that so scary being a single yeah. mom? Like, oh, yeah. When that happened? Mm hmm. Because did, were you the one to ultimately be like, we're done? Yeah. 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 Like I said, like there was a lot going on in the marriage. I think we could have worked through most of it. I really do. I think with like some really great therapy, I think we could have worked through it, but ultimately like what ended the marriage, it was too much for me. Like I was like, no, it's too much. So when you guys divorce, where, where are you living? Okay. So we got divorced and I moved in with my parents. So I took diesel, like packed our stuff. Yeah. Moved out. Um, and my parents didn't even really know what was going on. I just, like I said, I've been protecting everyone for years. Yeah. And so maybe one day, you know, a You'll podcast a for a You'll different a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't even tell my parents. My parents didn't really even know what was going on. Yeah. And so I literally like called my mom and I was like, hey, I need you to come help me like get my stuff and get diesel stuff. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to come stay with you for a little yeah, bit. We're out of here. Yeah. And she was like, okay, of course. Like, I mean, she was shocked, but she was like, okay. Yeah, and so, so caught off guard. My parents showed up and we, I, I packed all of our stuff and we left. And then, yeah, I moved in with them and I stayed there at my, and like, I lived in my parents' basement. I had a room. Diesel had a room. I was working full time. I was working the night shift. Oh, so I, yeah, did you ever graduate? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. Back to school. Um, yes. So I did. I graduated. I went to like a little, so came back up, got married, um, went to like a little private nursing school. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, so you did become a nurse. Yeah. So okay. I became a nurse. Um, I found out I was pregnant with diesel my last semester of nursing school. Oh wow. Or no, I'm sorry. I found out I was pregnant with him, like in the middle of nursing school. I had, had him, him my last semester. 
So like at graduation, I like had a little newborn. Oh my gosh. My water broke when I was like at school. Like I was doing clinicals at the hospital for school and my water broke. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like stood up, my water broke and I was working in like labor and delivery mom baby for my school. And I like went upstairs and I told like the preceptor who was working with me, I was like, my water broke. And she's like, Yes, it did because it was. Yeah. Like, did you have the baby at that hospital? No. <laughs> You're like, okay, no. now I gotta leave. I know. I'm like, okay, bye. Like different one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. I know. Yeah. No. Um. So I became a nurse, and so when I moved in with my parents, I was working at Primary Children's Hospital as a nurse night shift. So I would work all night, come home, take care of Diesel during the day. Wow. It was a lot. It was scary. It was a lot. I was trying to save literally every dollar. Like my parents were amazing. And I thank God for them for just bringing us in and taking care of us. Yeah. They never made me pay for anything, you know, like they didn't like groceries, rent, nothing. Like they were like, we just want you here. We We want want you safe. We want you like back on your feet. We want to help you. And so, yeah, I was working and just raising diesel and just kind of like, starting over yeah when did yeah. you start dating again I started dating um probably like six or seven maybe eight months after I moved in with my parents it like it took a while I think yeah. there was just a lot I did a lot of therapy and just there was just like a lot I had to like move on from yeah work through for sure and also we were still co-parenting so yeah. I, you know, it was just a lot. I just had to work through a lot. So when did you meet David? So I met David um, right after Diesel's third birthday. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I met him like February of 2015. And then our relationship was like, uh, oh, it was the world one. It was fast. Which you would that you met, yeah. Which you would think I would be like, oh my gosh, like I have to date you for five years because I, you know, um, because of the past. But it was really fast. We met in Utah. We met through mutual friends. Okay, Um, is he from Utah? No, he's from California, and then he um, went to high school in Colorado, and then he moved to Utah and went to BYU. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he moved to DC. And worked in D.C. after he graduated from BYU, worked in D.C. for a while, and then moved back to Utah. Gotcha. So he had only been back in Utah um, maybe like a year before I met him. Um, So he came back. So we met through mutual friends. I was out with my girlfriends. I knew of him. Like, I knew of him. Everyone kind of knew of him, you know? Like, he was handsome and successful and, like, just living his best bachelor life. For sure. And he had a kid. Yes. Nixon. Yes. And that was like a one night stand. Like what was happening? Literally. (laughs) No, literally. Like he was just a bachelor, like doing his thing. And he got a girl pregnant, like one night stand situation. That's wild. Yes. Nixon was meant to be here. Oh, absolutely. For sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. So yeah, I met him. We were all out with a group of friends. Like I was with my girlfriends who were friends with some of his friends. So we all like met up and then we were going to a concert and yeah, like him and I were like drawn to each other and he, he like kind of followed me around that night, but I was like into him, but like trying to be like, not, you know, no, hard to get. I know. So he was like, I want to take you on a date. And I was like, okay. 
And he was like, no, like a real date, like a proper date. I want to like pick you up, take you on a date, not just like a hangout. I'm like, okay, okay. all right. So I gave him my number. And then we, that same group of friends went to Vegas, like, I think like the next weekend. And so he okay. was there, I was there. And then that's where it kind of all like really started for us. When you guys had that common factor of like having a kid, yeah. that single parenting mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Past, maybe past traumas, just things totally. that you could bond over. Totally. Yeah. So how soon did you guys like, okay, say, get so I love you. we, okay. So we went to Vegas, came back from Vegas and then we were together like every day after that. And then we went to Africa a couple months after that, where he oh, told wow. me he loved me in Africa. How cool. I know it was amazing. It was the coolest trip ever. And I think he took me to see if I could like hang, you know, yeah. like can this girl hang in Africa? Yeah. And I did. You did it. Yeah. Did you guys like camp? Was um, it like a safari? Yeah, we did a safari, but it was like kind of like a bougie safari, okay. you know? Yeah. Like we slept in a tree house, which was like the coolest thing ever. Oh, it was so gosh. cool. Yeah. Our trip to Africa was incredible, but that's where he told me he loved me. And then, so that was, I think in like. We met in February. I think he told me he loved me in May. And then like end of June, we were engaged and we were married in September. Where was your wedding? Lakai. Lakai. Mm-hmm. Fancy. It was beautiful. It was like the wedding of my dreams. It was yeah. like the wedding. It was like my do-over, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was amazing. So has he always been successful? Yeah. Like, I mean, he. what does he, he do for work? He grew up like in poverty so he grew up with a single mom his dad left their family when David was two oh my gosh yeah so he grew up in poverty he grew grew up on government assistance you know his mom was like working multiple jobs to take care of these three little boys oh my gosh and so at a really young age like I think he got his first job when he was like 14 and he had like a very strong work ethic and he knew that he did not want to be like that like he said he felt like he knew from a young age he knew he was poor yeah like he knew he was poor and he did not want that he didn't like it he didn't like the feeling he didn't want it so yeah he um got his first job at McDonald's I think when he was 14 or 15 and then like in high school bounced around fast food places and then he did summer sales for a while like in college but you know, like a lot of summer sales guys, they go out, they make money, they come back and they like buy a car or whatever. Yeah. But he came back and bought property. Property. Yeah. Genius. I know. That's how to do and it. And then he would live, like he bought property in Provo. So he'd live in it, have his friends live there. Pay everyone rent. paid him rent. Yep. So he had, he did that every summer he went out, he would go out and then come back and buy a property. Smart. So yeah. So he, but he has um, like a business background, a degree in business. And he works now for a financial tech company. So he's like an executive for a financial tech company here in New York. Here in New York. Yeah. So is that what brought you to New York? Yeah. Yeah. Because living here is very different than living in Utah. Oh my gosh. Yes. But before we get there, you had your guys' kids together. You had two two kids together. Yep, we do. And you had them in Utah, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, cause you just moved to New York. What? Like we, five? no, we've only been here for two years. We're going on our oh, third really? year. I thought yeah. it was longer than that. No, we're going on our third year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So we, okay, so we got married, David and I got married in um, 2015, September 2015, and then we got pregnant in um, September of 2016, so we were on our one-year anniversary trip in Europe and found out we were pregnant there. It was so cute, so special, but then I miscarried that baby in October, the end of October. Yeah, it was hard because we were so excited. It was like our little love baby, you know, like Diesel had not been planned. Biggest blessing, but not planned. Nixon, clearly not planned. Amazing blessing. Like wouldn't trade any of that. A thousand percent. But this was like our love baby, you know? And, and so it was really hard to go through that. It was really hard. I feel like both of us were just kind of like shocked and it was just, yeah, it was a roller coaster. But then we like took a break for a month and then got pregnant with our daughter in December. So that was fast, fast, but still it's so hard going through a miscarriage. Yeah. So you have your daughter. Yep. And did you know you guys wanted to have multiple kids together? Yeah, we knew for sure we wanted one, but then it made sense to have two. Yeah. Like after we had her, we knew for sure, like, okay, this is not it. We're going to have more. Yeah. Yeah. Are you done? Um, yes, we're done. We've been saying, we've been like going back and forth since our youngest was like one. Yeah. Are we done? Are we not done? Are we done? Are we not done? And so we're just saying we're done. You're just saying. And just seeing how how that feels. How that, like if we can say it out loud and be like, yep, we're done. And if it feels like, yeah, we're done. Or if it feels like, ugh. I mean, I feel like you're going yeah, through I'm that, in right? I'm in that exact phase. Right? Okay. So what we're do you done. think? And then I'm like, are we done? I know. I it's just, so worse. I honestly hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But then I have moments where I'm like, I cannot have another one. Like, I know yeah, I cannot same. have another one. Mentally, same. I cannot do it. Yep. But then I'll, it'll be a really good day. Yep. And you're like, oh, I could totally do more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you like no, see a cute baby. Like, I'm in yes. the cute baby phase. So yep. I'm like, oh, I can't have this be my last one. I like, know. I just want to snuggle you forever. I know. So, yeah, no, I'm in that exact same phase. I feel like so many moms, you hear them say, like, oh, when you're done, like, you know you're done. Like, you know your family's complete. There's no one else. Like, that's it. You are 100% done and you just feel it. Or you hear moms on the flip side be like, oh, no, I knew for sure there was one more. Like, I absolutely knew our family was not complete. And I don't feel... Either way. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, everyone's like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I'm like, no, it's a hell. I don't know. Right. I'm like, yeah. So we are, yeah, we're, we're done. I think if we lived in Utah, I'd be like, sure. Like, yeah, let's have one more because we have the space and the health, like family. family. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's different living here. I don't know. It's a lot to have four kids in the city. Like people yeah. look at us like we're insane. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why you your know? content's so good. Cause I it's know. like, what? Like six No, it's people shocking. People are like, how? Living in New York City. Yeah. So you, you moved to New York just a little over two years ago. Yeah. How did that come about? Okay. So David was working for a company in Utah and then he um, took the job with the company in New York and we always love New York. David yeah. and I have traveled to New York ever since we've, you know, been together. And prior to that, like the first time I ever came to New York, I came with my mom and sister on a girl's trip. And I think I was 12. 
And I just like looked around and I looked at my mom and I'm like, I'm going to live here one day. And she was like, literally, I was like, I don't know how, but I'm going to live here. Like, I love it here. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be here. And she was like, that's amazing. She was like, maybe you'll be like a nanny or something. (laughs) No, really, though. I'm like, that'd be fun. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Somehow, Somehow, some way. So then when David took the job here, we always said if we had the opportunity to live in New York, we would take it. So then when David took the job here, it was like COVID was crazy. Oh my gosh. It was like right kind of at the beginning. And so we obviously knew it was not the time to be moving to New York City. Yeah, like the worst time. Like the absolute worst time. People were like leaving in droves. Probably the best time to buy though. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, we could have gotten a steal of a a really good deal. Um, But we were like, okay, we're going to wait it out. We're going to see just kind of what happens. And there was so much we had to figure out with the other parents. Yeah, that's so hard. Like, and that's hard too in co-parenting. You can't ever make a decision for your child on your own. You always have to involve another set of parents. That's hard. So it was like a year process. It was a full year trying to navigate the co-parenting things to be able to move here. So once we got all that figured out, we... Then David and I came out here, found our apartment, then came, went back to Utah, packed our stuff and moved. Oh my gosh. I know. And what was that initial like first couple of months trying to get in the hang of things? You know what? It was very smooth. Like was it was it? very smooth. Yeah. I feel like we all just jumped in with both feet and we were like, okay, like we live in New York city. Let's live in New York city. Like, let's do this. If we're going to do it, like, let's do it. So we got the kids into school and extracurriculars. Like we made friends really quickly and it just felt very natural. It felt like, oh, this is absolutely where we are supposed to be. What's been the hardest part of it? Um, I would say the space probably we don't spend a ton of time in in our apartment we're always out and about yeah um but when we are all in the apartment and then it's like we're doing laundry and there you know like it's just sometimes that feels a little claustrophobic is that the only apartment you've lived in yes Mm -hmm. do you would you ever want to get a different one um I love the location of our apartment and I love our apartment itself it's really, I mean, it's small, but for New York, it's actually big, yeah. but like your views. In, yeah. In terms of like, you know, a house for yeah. six people, it's small for New York. It's big everywhere else. It's small, yeah. but I love it. We have, yeah, we have like the Florida ceiling windows and our views are amazing. No, so they're amazing. yeah, I love our apartment. I can't imagine leaving that apartment. Well, probably when you only have the two kids, it probably doesn't yeah. seem no, not at all. Like you are cramped, not at all. But then when you have six people in there, yeah. it's and like. And when we have the big boys, and then this last week, well, the last like three weeks, we've had yeah, a lot your, of visitors. Yeah. Your mom was here, wasn't she? My mom she? was here. My sister was here. My brother-in-law was here. So like at one point, I think we had eight people staying in our apartment. <laughs> and yeah, in New York <laughs> City, it's, yeah, space is limited. Yeah, and it's limited for sure. And. So, yeah. So I'd say, yeah, just space Um, and just being really cautious. Yeah. You know, when I'm out and about in the city by myself with my kids, I have to be not paranoid, but I have to be very aware. Yeah. I have to be very aware. I have to know everything about our surroundings. And so I, I mean, 
that can cause some anxiety, you know, because as a mom, you want to protect your kids. Yeah. And so when we're out and about, I have to be like, okay, who's around us? Like, do I have all four kids? Like it's, you know, it can be a little exhausting. Have you had any scary interactions here in the city? Yep. I've had one that was scary and traumatizing and really, yeah, I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. Um, I've actually never talked about it because it was scary, but it's been like a year, year and a half. So, um, I was down with my kids and my friends and their kids. We were down in Soho. We did like a whole day, did like playground hopped, had lunch. Yeah. So fun. And then some of my friends had to go back a little bit early and then some of us decided to stay. So I was with just um, one of my friends. My mom was actually in town. So one of my friends and then my mom and then our kids. And I had both my kids in the double stroller and I came down the elevator, I was on the subway platform and I made like eye contact with a guy and then just kind of like looked away and then got on the subway. And then when I got on, I like went in with the stroller and then he came in right behind me and I just like had a bad feeling instant. Like I was like, oh, dang it. Like, okay, it's fine. Um, My mom is sitting, the kids are in the stroller and we had like quite a few stops. I'm like, it's, it's fine. It's going to be fine. It's fine. And he was just kind of like talking, talking to himself, kind of talking out loud. I made eye contact with another guy, like kind of like, this is weird. He's right next yeah. to me. Like just in the guy was kind of like, like it was just like an unspoken, Did he seem like, like a sketchy guy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. cause there's a lot of homeless, a lot of drugs, yes. a lot of things in the city. Yes. So it was one of yes. those guys. Absolutely. And he was like a big guy. Okay. And I was just like, okay, this is going to be interesting, but we're fine. The The subway was crowded. I had my mom, I had my friend. I'm like, okay, we're fine. Um, and then he, at one point was like, oh, I gave, I gave my daughter my phone and I was like, here, look at pictures. Cause the way the stroller was, she was like facing him. And then my son was facing the subway door and he kept like looking at her. So I like gave her my phone. I'm like, look at pictures. And I was trying to distract her. And he was just like mumbling, saying things that at one point he like hit my stroller, like hit the bar and like to get my daughter's attention. And luckily she was just very into the pictures. Yeah. So she like, didn't really look up. I was like, okay. So we got to our stop doors opened and I told my mom, cause my mom was like kind of staring at him. I'm like, don't stare at him. Like, yeah. don't stare at him. Don't make eye contact. Like we're going to get off. And so I like backed out of the subway and had my mom stand in front of my son. So I'm backing out and I turn and my friend got out the other door with the boys and her son. And we had one of my other friend's kids and he gets off and I'm like, okay. And so I kind of start walking and he's like right behind me. I can like feel him right behind me. So I look at my friend and I'm like, we're being followed. And she was like, what? I'm like, we're being followed. And she was like, okay. She's like, okay. And the problem was, is because I had my double stroller, we couldn't like get up the stairs. We had to go to the elevator. And so we walked to the elevator. He's following us. And we like press the elevator button and we're about to get in, but he's going to get in with us. So it's going to be me, my friend, my mom, a bunch of kids and this guy in the elevator. And my friend, she's so smart. She lived, she lived in Chicago. She had a lot of scary experiences and she's like, we cannot get in the elevator. Yeah, she no. just looked at me. She's like, we can't get in the no. elevator. I was like, okay. And so she's like, oh, she was like, guys, guess what? Like the daddies are upstairs. Daddies are off of work and they're going to meet us. And I'm like, yay. Okay, let's go. Like, let's go to the stairs. Let's go meet the daddies. And thinking that 
this guy would just go somewhere yeah. else, but he follows us to the stairs. So now we're at the stairs. Our husbands, in fact, are not there. Yeah, that was made up. Yeah. And he's just he's just kind of like yelling, talking, and just fall like he's just right behind me. So we get to the stairs and I'm like, shit, like, what are we gonna do? We cannot lift this stroller ourselves. Yeah. I have my two toddlers, a heavy stroller, yeah. all the stuff don't from take the day. Them out of the stroller. No, I didn't want to no. And so I told my mom, I was like, take all the older kids and just go. And she was like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. And my friend Alicia, she's like, go, like go. So my mom takes the kids, grabs their hands and like runs. And so Alicia and I are down here at the bottom of the stairs with my two kids, the stroller. And we were like, what are we going to do? So this guy was like, luckily people are really nice. If they see a mom with a stroller, most people offer to help. So this guy was like, Hey, do you guys need help? And we were like, yeah, we need help. Like we, yes, we would love help. And then, so he's like trying, but the stroller's heavy. There's just a lot of stuff. And I don't think he'd really ever carried that type of stroller before. So it was just like a lot was happening. And then there was another guy with his wife and kids and he was walking up and the guy is like right behind me. I can feel him. Like I can feel him behind me. And this other dad, I like look at him and I'm like, I'm being followed. And he was like, I can tell, are you okay? What can I do? I'm like, just call 911 or find the police. Like just someone, we got to get this guy like away from us. And he was like, okay. So he starts dialing 911, but his wife's kind of nervous. She doesn't want to get involved. I can tell like she's got her kids. I don't blame her. You know, she had her kids and she's kind of like, let's stay out of it, you know? And so we get to we get to the top of the stairs and the guy is like coming up the guy that's following us. He's like right behind me. But my friend Alicia was like, Hey to him, can you go to the top of the stairs? Like, can you go, can you go to the top? Cause she might need help at the top. And he was like, yeah. So he like goes to the top of the stairs. So we're trying to get up. And then once he gets to the top, she's like, Oh my gosh, can you go to the bottom? She might fall. Like, can you go to the bottom of the stairs? Like just trying to get him like away so we can get up. And anyway, we get to the top and he's still following us. And we have another set of stairs or an elevator to go to. And so I told Alicia, I was like, we have to find someone to help us. Like we have to find a guy to help us. So we're like running and he's like running behind us. But for whatever reason, her and I both just like our intuition was telling us not to mess with the guy. Yeah. Like. I wasn't about to turn around and be like, stop following me. And that's yeah. my personality. Like I would say like, yeah. stop following me. Like you're creepy. What are you doing? Yeah. But I was like silent. Like I couldn't speak and she couldn't either. So we found a guy and I was like, Hey, I'm being followed. Can you please help us? And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay. So he helped us. He got into the elevator with us and okay. So we had to go through like the security door thing. So he pushes it open. I push the stroller through. And at this point when we're walking, the guy is like grabbing towards my children. Like he's like bypassed me, the guy that's following us. And he's like reaching for my son who's in the lower part of the stroller. My son was buckled, thank God. But he was like, he was like reaching like in the bottom part of the stroller, like to pull him out. Yeah. And so at this point I'm like running, I'm shaking and we get through the door and the guy that was helping us, he sends us through the door, shuts the door and turns around to the guy following us. And he's like, stop, like you're done. It's over. 
it's over. She's safe. Like you need to leave. The police are on their way. Like you cannot follow her. And the guy was just like, I think he was taken aback that the guy finally said something, you know, and he was just like, he kind of like reached into his pocket and then like stood there. The guy was a big guy. Like the guy I found to help us, he was like a big guy, like don't mess with him. And so anyway, long story short, he got us through and then told the guy like, you're done. He got in the elevator with us. And then we got to the top and we were like, sobbing shaking crying and it was the fact that he was like going for my kids like for a while his fixation was me and he was right next to me like really close to me I could feel him breathing but then he got like fixated on my kids and especially my son and like my littlest yeah and was like trying to grab him out of the stroller that's so terrifying it was so scary it was so scary well and I can't even imagine someone just like looking at my kid weird like it gives you that eerie feeling Mm -hmm. and you're like why are you looking at my kid yes what do you need yes what like what's going on yes it was really scary and you're really like a sitting duck down on those subway platforms especially if you have a stroller oh like you're so vulnerable so vulnerable because you're stuck like you're at the mercy of the elevators and we could not get into the elevator And so then we were like hoping someone would help us up the stairs. But even that, like the stroller was heavy. It was kind of tipping like the guys right behind me. And it was just, did it take a hot minute for you to want to go back into the subway after Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't ride the subway for probably, probably a month. And same with my girlfriend. Like we were, we were pretty shook. We were like, oh my gosh, that could have been so bad. It was bad. It was scary. But yeah, we didn't ride the subway we didn't ride the subway um, for a while. And then the first time I rode it, I was like, with my kids, I was nervous. I feel fine if I'm riding it by myself. I don't yeah. care. Like, I'm like, I can handle myself. I'm good. But when I have my kids, it's just like that mom instinct to protect. Yeah. And so I'm always just like on alert when I have my kids in the subway now. That's so scary. It's scary. That's scary. Yeah. But I love that like a guy, like a big guy was like, literally back the fuck up no I mean that's exactly what he said yeah like Like, but it was like it wasn't until we got out of the door out of the subway like out like that he yeah it was like we all knew we all knew not to mess with this guy until you were safe until we were safe and I don't know why but it was just like all of our all of us all of our instincts were to like not say anything not do anything just get out of there and once we were out then be like okay now like yeah literally oh Oh my god the guy yeah the guy he was oh yeah I like can still picture him it was just weird it was just like a weird thing it was like we made eye contact and I think he was like okay I'm going after I'm going after her that's so so yeah that's definitely a scary part about living in the city yeah very different from Utah yeah absolutely I mean Utah you can leave your car door unlocked your front door unlocked your garage wide open 100% literally doesn't matter no so now being in New York City with your kids, do your kids love it here? Like, would they ever want to live in the suburbs again? Or are they like, I'm a city kid. Yeah, I think all of them prefer the city. Like, really? we've asked them, we talk about yeah. it. And they, yeah, they all prefer city life. I mean, they love Utah. They love yeah. going to visit. They love seeing family. They love being in our house. Yeah, like you they, have a beautiful house. Thank you. Yeah, I love our house. Um, they love visiting, but to live day to day... Like everyone prefers the city yeah I love that yeah 
So when did you decide to start documenting everything? Because oh you weren't gosh. like an influencer. No, you, no. You know? Mm-hmm. No. I feel like I was like a wannabe influencer. Same. Right? I mean, like, I feel like Who doesn't I, want to be, I, yeah. be an influencer? I feel like I always wanted that. And I, like, tried different ways, different, like, verticals, different ways. I feel like I started, like, my Instagram that I have right now, I started that, I don't know, I guess maybe, like, four years ago. I had one before. It was just all family, like, yeah. family stuff. It was actually really cute, and I'm sad I stopped posting on it. But I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, do my own thing. Yeah. It was literally called Christy Blair Shares. Blair's my middle name. Okay. Like I was just, you know, really trying hard. Really? You're like, I'm going <laughs> to blow up. You blow up on Instagram. I literally, I don't even know. I was like, yeah, I am going to do this. Like, I'm going to do this. And, but I feel like I never like showed up as myself. I showed up as who I thought people wanted me to be, you know, or and like I was always a little guarded and always a little yeah. like, had to be the perfect aesthetic and you know all of that yeah. and I was trying well, to that was what was trendy back hundred percent like yeah hundred so curated yes perfect content yes so I was trying to do that and it Didn't was work. cringe like yeah. looking back I'm like oh my gosh that was really interesting that was a really interesting that was thing a fun I time. Did. that was a fun time um yeah so then when we moved here I didn't even have TikTok. Yeah. I didn't even, like, I had never even looked at TikTok. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's like a dancing app and yeah, I can't dance. It's for children. I'm not doing <laughs> Literally, like, I can't dance. I'm not going to go get on TikTok and dance. Um, But I don't know. One day I was just like, let's see. Let's yeah. like, let's see what, let's see what TikTok's all about. And then I just decided like, you know what, I'm just going to share. I feel like we have a lot to share being a blended family, being a big family in the city, like being Christian and having like a healthy marriage. I had had such an unhealthy marriage and then having a healthy marriage, just like the differences between the two. For sure. So just showing, just showing like a, a happy family, you know? Um, living in a big city and I was like all right let's do it so I didn't tell anyone literally no one David just started it yeah but I just started it I, w- I just started filming my days and putting it together in like short little videos and posting it but I didn't like I didn't tell anyone and I think that was the difference because I could truly just show up yeah. As myself. Because I wasn't trying to get anyone to like me. Yeah, no. I wasn't trying to get anyone to follow me. When I started my Instagram account, I was like, everyone, please follow me. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna do yeah. it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, healthy living, fitness, whatever, All whatever. Dinner recipes. Like, yeah. please follow me. Yeah. Um, but with TikTok, I was like, I actually don't want anyone to follow me. Like, I don't right. want anyone who knows, who knows me Because that's the thing. You were me. kind of like a secret. Like, kind of secret, but like. No one really knew who Christy was. And like you said, you don't share your last name. So it was just this girl named Christy who's Mm -hmm. posting her New York content in a big city where literally you could do anything and nobody even pays attention to you. So just do it. 100%. So yeah. So I was like, I just started showing up as 100% myself. Like, like me or don't like me. This don't is care. me. Don't care. This is my family. I'm not going to beg people to follow me and like, yeah. like my stuff and engage and share. Like, no, yeah, no. I'm just going to post it and see what happens. And so I think that was the difference. I think ultimately that was the difference between 
you know, when I had tried to do Instagram versus TikTok is like on TikTok, I literally just was myself. Was yourself. Yeah. When did you start seeing the traction? Immediately. Immediately. So I posted, it's actually been one year. I just got like my one year, like on this day and it was my first video. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been one year since I started TikTok. Um, and I got immediate traction or well, no, it's been two years. No. Cause I, Oh, was that video that you just posted on TikTok not a old memory? No. Oh. Okay, yeah. So it's literally been it's been one year. Okay. So the yeah. first year we lived here, I was still kind of doing stuff on Instagram. I was doing like weekend recap reels. And gotcha. they were cute. Like yeah. I was like looking back, I'm like, yeah. those were cute. Like they were cute. But still like trying to be aesthetic and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, TikTok literally I started one year ago. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So October of 2022 is when I started my TikTok account. That's so crazy. Yeah. So yeah, traction right away. I mean, my first video went viral. My second, my third, they just all were going viral. And I don't even know why. Like looking back, I'm like, that was kind of crazy. I don't know. Well, because I had just been to New York yeah. and I was obsessed with Yeah, you found me early on. Very really, early. Like Halloween, like, I think, was the first time you was, commented. Yeah. And you were like, wait, I need to know everything. everything. I need to Who know. Who are you? Where are you from? Yeah, like, like, what? Like, I need to know everything. I remember I was, your first comment. Yes. I love that. No, I was obsessed. Yeah. Because I just got in here and I was watching that guy that does, can I see your apartment? Like, how oh, much yeah, do you yeah. pay for rent? Yep. So that's what my TikTok feed was, was okay. how much do you pay for rent uh -huh. in New York City? And so that's how the algorithm yep. found you for yep. me. Yep. And I was hooked immediately. Thank so I was like, you. how much does my family of six spend in New York City? Yeah. And I was like, I need to know, like, yep. how do you do that? Because yep. it is so effing expensive here. And I'm oh so gosh. curious. Yeah. It's gross. So yeah, right off the bat, you yeah. just blew up. Yeah. What was that like? It was crazy. It was crazy. Like, I just remember like every time I got on my phone, just having like thousands of new followers and thousands of comments. And I was like, what? What? Has there what been like happening? crazy any like crazy hate from it from the, cause you do share the financial side. I do, I do share the financial and, side. And like some I people do. can be offended because people yeah. get offended by literally everything. everything. So have you ever had people like come at you and yeah. be like, oh, yeah. why are you sharing how much money you spend? 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And what You're do like, you say to that? It's not necessary. You can show your day without showing how much it costs. You're like, but that's like literally the whole point. Yeah. I'm like, but that's like what, I started this account and yeah. it wasn't like a lot of people are like, Oh, you're just bragging. You're flaunting your wealth. I'm like, first of all, I'm not wealthy. Okay. And in New York, I'm actually like poor, <laughs> like, no. like New York, you like don't live on billionaire. Row? I mean, there's like money yeah. and then there's New York money yeah. and New York money is unlike it's insane. anywhere else. It's insane. Anywhere else. I just need Okay. Bless you. Bless me. Um, it's unlike literally anywhere else. No, it's crazy. Like people have their drivers take them to their helicopter pads to get in their helicopter to then fly to their home in the Hamptons. Oh yeah. With a $200 I mean, million dollar penthouse. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So I'm like, no, we're not wealthy. Are we comfortable? hundred percent. Do we have financial security? hundred percent. But are we wealthy? You're not the Rockefellers. No, we're not the Rockefellers. No. You know, so I think, yeah, I, I absolutely have gotten a lot of hate. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. Uh, uh, I've gotten hate for really? sure. Yeah. And what do you, do you comment to them or are you Sometimes, like uh, sometimes I'm just like, it's not, 
it's just to like inform and entertain. It's not that yeah. serious. Yeah, don't take it so seriously. It's not that serious. Like I'm not trying to rub it in people's faces. I'm not. I'm just showing my day in the city. And in the city, it's like a joke that if you step outside your door, you spend a hundred dollars. Like yeah, it like it's just it adds up. It does. And honestly, to be perfectly transparent, I had no idea how much we were spending day to day. Oh, I don't until even know. I started my TikTok. And even some days I'm like, oh yeah, today we didn't really do that much. We didn't do that much. And then I'll add it up and I'm for the video and I'm like, oh my gosh, we spent like $800. What did we do? Yeah. You know? Cause like you go to the grocery store, which I'm actually impressed because like you go to the grocery store and I always think whole foods, it's going to be way more. Yeah. And you're like $220. Granted yeah. you got six things. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm yes. like, Oh, $220. That's like not horrible. But yeah. then when you like add it up every single day. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Cause it's like, I go to whole foods multiple times. A week. You have mouths to feed. Yeah. Like you got a lot do of it. them. Yeah. Yeah. So with the TikTok, what cool experiences have you gotten because of it? Oh my gosh. It's been crazy. So many experiences. You live in like the coolest place to be in this industry. Oh, absolutely. I feel like there is an event literally every day. There's something going on every day. Like the city is full of content creators, influencers. Like this is like the place to do it. If you're going to have success anywhere, like, you know, this is the place to do it. So I've done a lot of cool things. I went to the Hamptons most stylish party in that the Hamptons this so summer. Cool. It was incredible. So fun. But you so were nervous. Fun. Oh, I you was you sick. Had, you had really I bad anxiety. I was sick. Like not well. I was so sick. I was so scared. Have you always had that kind of like social anxiety? Yeah, I think so. I just never knew what it was. I think I've always had anxiety. Always. always. From the time I was a child. Like I've always had anxiety. There's been things I've been just extremely anxious, but I never could like pinpoint it or say like, oh, this is anxiety. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's just a lot more. I think it's talked about now more than ever. I think people are okay being like, yeah, I have anxiety or I have depression or I have, you know, whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. And so I was an extremely anxious kid, but I don't think I realized it. You know, like I knew I was, but I don't know. So yeah, social anxiety for sure. The thing is, is like I build it up in my head. And so when I actually get somewhere, I'm fine. Like I can turn it on. I can be like, Hey, like I can, you know, it's the lead up. It's the lead up where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I don't belong here. Like nobody knows who I am. Like I, I, this This is is not imposter syndrome. hundred percent. Yeah. Like why did they invite me? I'm just a mom living in New York city, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, really cool things. So the Hamlet's party was amazing. Um, I went to the U.S. Open with Emirates. That looked so cool. That was crazy. When I got that email, I was like, I read it like five times. I was like, this can't, this can't be right. Is this real? This and with Emirates too. Like, I know. Have you ever flew Emirates? No. That's I like on the bucket list. Oh, for sure. So bougie. Yeah. You need it. Yes. Have no, the to. U.S. Open was incredible. It's like one of the coolest experiences And you got to take ever. your daughter. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Do they she like it. being in videos? Like, do they like? They love me? it. Yeah, they love it. Your daughter seems like she thrives in that 100%. in that world. And yeah, your 100%. son is like in acting. Yeah. So is. yeah, they love it. And I never force my kids to be in videos. I don't like set up videos. I think that's like a misconception too with like vlogging and like yeah. including your family that like everything is staged and it's set up. And I know that there's family vloggers that do that, that they do stage things and they do plan their day around like what's going to be good for the vlog. Yeah. I 
don't do that. Like I live my life and yeah. I just document it. And some days are really cool and fun. And some days are just very basic, but like, I don't go out of my way to be like, okay, we're going to go do this, this, and this so that I can video it so that I can post it. Like, I just don't no. do that. And I say to my kids, like, for example, every Sunday we do a little fit check and yeah. I'm like, whoever wants to be in it, like can be in it. And if they want to, they can. And if they don't, they don't have to, but normally they always want to, they fight over yeah. who gets to go first. And you seem like you have like a very like sweet parenting style, just Thank like you. very calm and sweet. Yeah. How are you that way? Can you teach me? Oh my gosh. I feel like it took a really long time yeah. for me to get there. Like, I think I had like this light bulb moment where I was like, if I want like calm kids, then I need to be calm. Yeah. You know? And I think it was like, as my kids, like they were speaking to each other, just kind of like snappy and short, or they were raising their voices. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they, why are they doing this? Why are they speaking like this? Why are they acting like this? And I'm like, wait, like, this is how I talk to them sometimes, you know, this is like what they're hearing. And so, and honestly, um, like recording for TikTok, because sometimes I'll just put my phone up, like for morning vlogs specifically, I'll just put my phone, press record, and then whatever happens in the morning, then I edit it down. But like hearing like me getting short with my kids or being like, oh my gosh, come on, put your shoes on. Like, I'm like, like hearing that as I was editing videos, I was like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like the way I'm speaking to them. Like, I don't like the way I sound. And so I think, yeah, I just try to like really, when they are getting escalated, I try to really de-escalate myself. Yeah. So instead of like matching their energy, I just bring it way freaking down. I need so to that do that. So they can come down. But that's it's so true about like the filming aspect and like hearing it. Cause I, I mean, I don't do what you do, but I'll try sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, mm, let me film today. And then I'm like, mm, yeah, no, that's a hard pass. I yeah. can't do this. But when I do do it and I hear myself snap at my kids, I'm always like, ugh, I like, know. I'm a mean mom. Yeah. And it's like, you don't realize it in the moment. In no. the moment, you're just like, I'm just telling my kid to put on their shoes because yeah, like, we got to go. go. But then when you hear it back and it's like, put on your shoes, we have to go, hurry, we're running late. It's like, what kid is going to feel good and feel calm and feel like peaceful yeah. being spoken to that way? Oh my gosh, I'm reevaluating like my entire no, life right same. now because I am, I'm also just like such a control freak. And with same. kids, you have to let that go because yeah. they are their own person. You cannot control every aspect yeah. of what they're doing and how they're doing things. And I struggle so bad with that. Yeah, I know. I'm a control freak. And I'm also like, I got that Latin blood, so I'm loud yes, and I'm queen. feisty. Yes. And so I need to like tone it down sometimes because yeah. my daughter is literally my mini me. Yep, same. And she talks to me so disrespectfully. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second. Do I talk like that to you? I know. And I do. Yeah. 100%. I mean, no, that was huge. like, it was like light bulb eye opening. I'm like, wait, I don't like the way they're speaking, but I'm speaking that way to them. Yeah. So... I've tried to really just reel it, it in. Down. Okay, I need to take do that. I need to do that. Several notches. So, is your plan to live here forever then? I mean, you know what? We take it year by year. Yeah. We just take it year by year and we don't commit to anything more or less than that. We just take it year by year. And as long as everyone is thriving and happy and doing well and enjoying the city and we feel safe and financially we can do it, then. We're doing it. Yeah. But a lot of it, I mean, because we co-parent, 
again, like I said, you can't make all the decisions for your kids because you have to involve other parents. So, you know, it is a sacrifice for Diesel's dad, Jordan, to be away from him and to let him live here in New York City. It's a sacrifice on his end. Like, he misses a lot. He misses the day-to-day. He misses... Yeah, he misses out on a lot, and I know that that's extremely hard for him. When we moved here, we said one year for sure, two max is kind of the arrangement we made with him. And so then when we hit our second year, Diesel had applied an audition to get into a performing arts school, and he got in. Amazing. Which it's like the list of alumni that went to that school is crazy like every incredible actor has come from that school yeah and so it was just this incredible opportunity it's so hard to get into the school and so we were kind of like we know we said two years but but you know so it was a lot of conversations and and David and Jordan have always gotten along they've always been able to be cordial. Yeah, be cordial. I would say even be friends. Oh, like yeah. be friendly. And um when when we got divorced and then when David came into my life, things were really nasty with Jordan and I, like really bad, like very contentious, like there was just like I said a lot that went on. And David was able to come in and kind of like mediate everything and like build this little bridge and you know what I yeah. mean? Like so they've always like really understood each other and you know so David was able like we were able to talk with him in the spring and just be like hey Deese got into the school like we want to stay another year we're loving it here my career is here now yeah David's career is here like can you know like we'd like to stay another year but we also realized that we agreed the agreement was two years this is your son too you're not seeing him as much as you would like and thankfully, after a lot of discussion, um, a lot of prayers on our end, yeah, um, he agreed, yeah, for another year. So again, like I think we just take it year by year, year by year. Yeah, that's super exciting for Diesel, though. I know, like that's I know. huge. I know it's amazing. He's that's so huge. happy. He's loving school. It's so good for him. And I know a lot of people are probably confused because you also have Nixon. Yes. And so if they don't follow you on TikTok, what the F are they doing? Like, go follow her on follow TikTok. She talks Christy all about it. Party is sick. Yeah, sh- you talk all about it. But yeah. for those who haven't seen the video, Nixon lives in Utah. Yes. So Nixon's mom lives in Utah. He goes to school in Utah. Hold on, I have to cough. No, you cough. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. No, it looks like you had to cough. Cough. I know. I'm like, uh, do I cough? Do I? Okay. Um, yeah. So his mom lives in Utah. He goes to school in Utah. So when we moved, it was like Diesel went with his mom. Nixon stayed with his mom. Um, but Nixon comes back and forth. So he, his school is in Utah, but when he's here, he's here for like two weeks at a time. Every, I think it's like every six weeks, then he's here for two weeks. So there for four here for two. Um, so his teachers are great. They send all his work. I do it with him. We do like homeschool. We do his schoolwork from school. And he is my little buddy. We hang out during the day. We just bomb around the city together. I love that. Yeah. That's a cool life for him. Yes. It's probably super annoying sometimes to like have to go back and forth. Yeah. But it's like a little mini fun. Ba- like you have two lives. Totally. Yeah. They have 
They have two families. They have they live in two cities, two states. Like they have, yeah. and it is so different. So different. It's not like they're just going from like Idaho to Utah, right? No, it's like night and day. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. I, I wish I had like two. I could be like, okay, I I'm gonna know. go live in the suburbs. Okay, I'm headed and to then New, York. I'm in New York City. Couple weeks. So, what exciting things do you have planned in 2024, if anything? Yeah. So David has a lot coming up for him. Really? I can't say, but he has a lot going on in his world, his business world. Lots of really cool, really great things for him personally, like in his business. So I'm proud of him. Love that. Um, For me, I just take it week by week. My manager will email me at the beginning of the week and she'll say, here's everything for the week. Here's your list of events. Here's, you know, brand deals that have come in. Do you want to do them? Do you not want to do them? We just kind of connect. And so I just take it week by week and I'm like I love it this is my dream job like I feel like I'm 100% living my dream I love it in like every possible way like I'm living my dream and I love it um but yeah I just take it I take it week by week because it could all disappear tomorrow you know it's true but it won't no no but I just yeah I just I'm like a live in the moment person so yeah I have a lot of really cool campaigns and brand deals and Things like that coming up. I can't really say yet, but. Was that so stuff. cool when you got a manager? How yeah, soon did it was that happen? so helpful. So helpful. Yeah. I just, I just hired her um, in August. So I had had a lot of managers reach out to me um, when I started growing quickly. Yeah. And I handled all of the brand deals, the events, everything on my own for, I mean, almost the first year. Yeah. So I was doing all the negotiating. Like I was doing things I was not qualified to do. Yeah. Like reading contracts. That's I'm, like, right I'm not a lawyer. Like I yeah. don't know, but sure, I'll uh-huh. sign it and just hope yeah. for the best. Like honestly, I'm lucky that nothing bad happened because I was like, I'm not qualified to do the business yeah. end of this. Yeah. Um, but also I was like, I don't really want to share yeah. my money, like yeah. the money that comes in. Like I don't want to give 20% away to a manager, but, um, I had interviewed a lot of managers, a lot reached out to me and my manager now, Maya, she was like very persistent. She emailed me a lot, answered all my questions, like never made me feel like, cause I ask a million questions. I'm like, if I'm going to be with someone, like have someone yeah. manage me, like it's gonna, it has to be the right fit for sure. So I ask her a million questions. And anyway, she definitely was the right fit and I love her. And it's been a game changer. I wish I would have done it sooner. Like it's taken so much off of my plate as far as, like I said, the business side of it. So now I just get to create, I get to do what I love to do, which is create videos. Yeah. And she handles everything else. So it's been amazing. I love that for you. Recommend. I I love that for you. Yeah. She's great. Well, thanks for letting me dumpster deep dive. Yeah. But that means it's time to take out trash. Let's do it. Personal Trash is brought to you by Lola Blankets. Lola Blankets is a tribute to Amy Hyam, nicknamed Lola. She lived a thoughtful life devoted to the service of others. Through years of living with breast cancer and enduring its treatments, Amy found comfort in her soft, minky blanket. This blanket also became a comfort to her entire family. Prior to Amy's passing, she gave each of her children their own minky blanket, just like hers, to bring comfort and love when she could no longer be there. In Amy's honor, Lola Blankets has created Blankets for the Brave. As part of this program, Lola Blankets gives their most special minky blankets to the Hutzman Cancer Institute and to women who are living with stage 4 breast cancer. These blankets are a gift of encouragement and comfort. The blankets are also a reminder to live like Lola. 
I recently discovered Lola a little over six months ago and have fell in love with the buttery softness and coziness of their blankets. Tommy, the founder, was kind enough to give me a few and they have easily become the blankets we all fight over during movie nights. I love the blankets, but most importantly, I love their message and what they stand for because I too have lost loved ones to breast cancer. Lola was extremely generous to offer Trashers 50% off Lola blankets with the code TRASH50. So go to Lola, L-O-L-A, blankets.com today and be prepared to be extra cozy for fall. So what's happened to you this week? What things have you been doing, loving, watching, eating, okay, or hating, really anything? My whole trash is coming to New York, basically. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about that, that was, for a second. That was fun. Well, I had my son's birthday on Friday. He turned three. Oh, so I went the from best. like I know. three is just a little golden age. Um, disagree. Actually, really, my daughter is the devil. She, oh, the she is she's four, four oh, but okay. it all started when she turned three. Okay. She got sassy, sassy, sassy. Yeah. But my my little boy, I feel like he deep down is sweet but he just does whatever his sister yeah. does no I can relate so to that. he's a little I can relate to he's a little feisty yeah um but yeah he turned three it's like monkey see monkey do you know L- literally yeah like anything she I can does like her favorite thing right now is to be like booty 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 and like uh-huh. shake her booty in people's uh-huh. face and I'm like we don't do that yeah. like don't shake your booty in people's <laughs> face and now he goes up to people and he's like booty 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 uh-huh. booty and I'm like oh my gosh please stop yeah so that's fun but I had his birthday party <laughs> and it was so low-key like I usually try to make it like a little special yeah but I was like I'm leaving and so many of our family and friends were out of town and couldn't come yeah so it was like super low-key and I feel really bad I'm that's like, okay I'm sure he loved it but yeah he yeah. loved every second of it. Aww. Like, there was no rules. I was like, oh, you want to open presents before we eat? Do it. Aww. Like, oh, you want That's cake and want no anyway. pizza? That's all they uh, want anyway. Yeah. So we just did that, and he loved it. And then we flew out here, and it's been so fun. I only, I've only had a f- one full day. Okay. But yesterday, we did, like, Central Park. We went to the show. Yeah, you did a lot. I looked at your Instagram last yeah. night. I was like, wow, you Kate, are making your way around the well, city. I have to say, Leah and Kyle, who we're staying with, they're our friends. They live here part-time. So okay. they, come, they live here, and then they also have a house in Utah. Oh, cool. So they go back and forth. Okay, I love that. And they are, like, the best tour guides ever. Like, Amazing. I tell them what I want to see. Yeah. And they, like, make a whole itinerary. Amazing. And so I told him, I was like, I want to go to Central Park and see the yeah. fountain. Because yep. last time we just rode bikes through it and I didn't really get to see anything. And then I was like, I, if we see a show, great. Like, if we don't, I don't care. And yeah. so they're like, well, there's this show. Because I don't love plays. Like, I'm not like a huge play person. But we went to this show off Broadway. It's okay. called Dracula. Oh. So good. It's good. Like, I saw Book of Mormon, hated it. Yeah, I, I haven't was seen like, that one. I don't love this. I, I would hate, I would hate Wicked. I would hate, literally, I'm just not a musical play girly. But Dracula was so funny. It. It's just these four actors. Okay. But they play multiple characters. Oh my and gosh. The amount so of talent. Yeah. It was it was incredible. Yeah, no. It was you can't even comprehend so it. good. And so we did that and I was like, okay, wait, am I a play girl now? Like, do I like plays? <laughs> wait. But I like them off I Broadway. Broadway. I like like the more low production. Yeah. You know what you should see? Cause I'm not really a play girl yeah. either. I mean, it's okay, but it's not, like, how I'm going to choose necessarily yeah. to spend. Like, if I were visiting New York, I wouldn't be like, oh, my gosh, I have to see all the plays. For sure. My mom's the opposite. She's like, let's see all the plays. Yeah. I actually just saw a really cute one with her. Um, but anyway, if you're going to see one Broadway show, okay. you got to see MJ. 
Oh. It's incredible. We're, I've seen it five times. Okay, I should I mean, go. and that's like kind of weird, but. Five times. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I've paid to see it four times. And then this last time I got invited to go, I think they were like, this girl really likes MJ. Like, let's just bring her. Let's, let's just, just invite her. let her sit here. It's just... incredible. Okay, I need to. So, yeah. But I'm with you. I'm like, oh. well, because I wanted to go to the comedy cellar and watch mm-hmm. like a comedy. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to do get, that. Yeah, it's hard to get tickets. But ended up not doing that. Yeah. And then, you have to be like really prepared. You have to like get them in advance. And, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, Leah was saying, like, next time we come, she wants to see if she can get us tickets for Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that'd so, like, be so that fun. That would be really yeah, fun. Yeah, that'd be so fun. But did that, and then we went. I was all day, I was feeling kind of sick. Okay. Like, it was like coming in waves where I'd be like, I'm going to vomit. It's miserable, and especially then, like, on vacation, especially when you're like out and about. Yeah, like, this isn't, I would even not call like this you're a like sitting by this a, is a pool. trip. Yeah, like, this absolutely. is something where you're having you're to go. like, you're tired. Go, go, go. Yeah. Between the subways and the walking mm-hmm. and all the things. And I'm on Trisepatide, yes. which is like the shot. You look and, amazing. Oh, well, thanks. I haven't I mean, really. really lost any weight. Yeah, but so wait. I feel like weight's a number. It's so true. But I I thought maybe it was the Trisepatide. I'm like, okay. oh, maybe like it's. Because did you take a shot right before you left? No, I took my shot on Wednesday. Okay. But I was like, I am eating more than I would okay. because I'm here. So I'm like, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And so we went to an Indian restaurant. I've never had Indian food. I loved it when I was oh, eating good. it. Like eating it, I'm like, this is so freaking good. good. I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay. I love this so much. Okay. But like when I was eating it, I was being really hesitant because I was like, I know that my stomach is like a little off, mm-hmm. but I was like, it's just the trisepatide. Like it's just nausea. Like I'll be fine. Yeah. So then we go walk Central Park and I'm like, Caleb, like I am going to barf in Central Park. Like, I was like, no. what's the rules on throwing up on the side of the street? Like, yeah, it's fine. Do like, it. I'm like, can I do this? I threw up in a planter box one time. Okay, cool. So, so I was fine. like really close, but I just felt so uncomfortable because there was a million people watching me. So then we go to, um, Birdoff Goodman. Oh yeah. Bergdorf. Bergdorf. Berg, I'm like, Bergdorf Goodman. I don't know what I'm saying. Yes. There's not one of those in Utah. So definitely not. It's New York <laughs> Obsessed. only. Yeah. Did Love. you go to the shoe department? Yes. We went to level yeah. two and level five and then yeah. level seven. Cause that oh. is where the bathroom is. Yes. But the, to get to the oh. bathroom, you have to go past the restaurant. So that was probably yeah. not no. ideal for you. It was, it was rough. I yeah. ran in, like I ran in. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like yeah. I was in that elevator, like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I get into the elevator and I just want to clarify, like it was barf at first. Oh, so like projectile, like I was like cleaning the toilet after no. because I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like projectile vomit. Yeah. And then I like get out of the bathroom. I like wash my hands. I'm like putting a wet paper towel on my face. I took my sweater off. Like I'm like half naked in this bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like patting my head. I'm like, okay, I feel, I feel a little bit better. And then it was the other end. And no. it was like, Josie, no, you got to go back in there. No. Then I was like, I'm going to throw up while I am shitting myself. It was a nightmare. Christy, no, that is a like if anybody was in that bathroom and happened to hear me die on the bathroom floor, like I was not okay. She's not well. And I didn't have like a garbage can to like puke in. So I was like, okay, I'm like going to go to the bathroom and then I'm going to hurry and flush and then I'm going to throw up and then I'm going to, no, that's like literally miserable. No, it was awful. Like TMI, everybody, it was so awful. It's so bad. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know how I can function. Like I can't keep going, but like, I don't have another choice. Right. Like, I either have to get in a subway and go back to the house mm-hmm. or I have to take a cab. Like either way, I, I got to walk. Yeah. 
So I got um, a Sprite and I was just like sipping on it, walking and it was like coming in waves. And I felt bad because we had a reservation at like this really cool, it's called Lily's Victorian, mm-hmm. yeah. all decorated. Yep, for Halloween. And I was like, I want to go, like yeah. I'll be fine. And I actually ended up being fine. Good for you. But then this morning it all hit me again, but I'm fine now. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's food poisoning, yeah. if it's the trisepatide, if I have some weird bug, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. But it's this is not really the best place to be if you're not feeling good no it's not relaxing no it's the city yeah so that's like all of my trash basically okay so what are you gonna do today like the rest of your trip when do you go home i leave tomorrow night oh that's so fast it's quick so what are you gonna do today and tomorrow today well i'm gonna go to lunch with you yay and then i don't know i i think we're going oh we're going to waverly inn Oh my gosh. Because it's Taylor Swift's favorite restaurant. So I, I was just, like, I have to yeah, go. you have to go. I have to go. I just went there for an event and was it, it is good? so cute. Yeah, we got a reservation. I actually skipped the dinner. I, you did? Oh, I skipped the dinner. I went for the event and then I, like, I'm out. I skipped the dinner because I took David with me. I was like, please come to this event with me. They gave me a plus one. He came with me and then I was like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go to dinner. Let's, like, go do a date let's night now. Date. So I skipped the dinner. But so the vibes. No, I didn't eat the food. But, like, the vibes just good? the vibes. Yeah, they're immaculate. Okay, well, I'm You're going to love it. It's so cute. I'm excited. It's so, so yeah, cute. We're doing that for dinner yeah, tonight. Yeah, I love that. And then I think we're just going to go to Soho and, like, shop around. Yeah, cause great choice. I'm really sad, though, because I wanted to shop yesterday. And we were, yeah. like, in all these stores that I loved. I but I was going to shit myself. Yeah. And so I was, like. We're like passing all these stores on Fifth Avenue and I'm just like really wish I didn't feel like garbage right now because I would love to shop, but can't get the chance. You're lucky you found a bathroom because that's like a big thing in New York is like there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. Like if you go to the bathroom, like there's nowhere to go. I got really lucky. So you got really lucky. And like with the bathroom I got too. Well, right. Because it was so nice. It was a nice bathroom. Like there was like an attendant in there like cleaning, which made me feel really awkward because she could like hear me destroy the Yeah. Yeah. She's (laughs) probably like... She hears me barfing and she's like, is this girl okay? Does she need a mint? Literally. What can I do for her? So, and then what else? I think, I think that's it. Tomorrow we're going to go to Chinatown. Okay. So you got to get the leg massage. The leg massage. Yes. I'll give you an address. Do it. That's all I can give you. I'll give you an address. That's it. It's not a name. It's, it's an address. You go to the address, you press the buzzer, you walk upstairs, and it's going to be, like, the best hour of your life. And it's just legs? Well, I mean, no. They'll do, like, neck. <laughs> like, no, and it ends in a happy ending. And then <laughs> I mean, mean, that's the best part. That's no, why like, I'm telling you to go there. Like, it um, sounds kind of like it would be that way. It does sound that way. And, I mean, maybe it is. For some people, know. it probably maybe. is. For me, uh, I took my mom there last week, and it's amazing. It's, like, the best leg massage you'll ever have. How did you find them? Uh, my friend. She was like, I know yeah, some my people. Friend, yeah, my friend lives here. And she was like, sent me an address. And she was like, meet me here. And I was like, what? Okay. Okay. I was kind of scared. But we went and I like, I was like, am I in the right place? I like walked up and then I was like, this is like leg massage heaven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Send me the address. I'll send you, it's cash only. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. We'll hit yeah. the ATM. But it's so cheap. You get, I think it's an hour leg rub for $35 no promise you're joking no I'm not no oh I that's know. insane I know but you know what my mom and I did so I've only ever done the leg rub there I went okay. with my friend I've taken my sister I've taken like, my do mom you take I've your gone with off? David no you just roll them up okay but so 
So this time I told my mom, I'm like, let's do the leg and neck. And she was like, okay. So we go and I'm like, okay, leg and neck. But they didn't do the neck. They took us kind of to, <laughs> they took us to the happy ending room. <laughs> they took us to a room with a curtain, but separate rooms with curtains. But my mom was next to me and they just basically said like, leave your pants on. And I was like, okay. So I had a bodysuit, so I just pulled it down. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom, I hear the guy like slap her back. And he was like, he was like, take off your shirt. <laughs> oh and gosh. she's like, what? Oh He's gosh. like, pants only. And she was like, okay. And I could hear my mom like frantically trying to take her shirt off. Um, but it was like, I guess, a body massage. Did it feel good? I felt like I got beat up honestly it was a lot was like lot. you know they're not like qualified to give yeah. you like a body just, massage <laughs> just banging <laughs> like okay awesome ow ow no ow. there were several points where I was like oh my gosh that hurt so bad um so awesome. just okay so the leg the leg the, leg, yeah, the feet the leg. yeah no but you know when you get a pedicure and the best part is is the, the leg massage yeah it's that for a full hour, and they do a really good job. Okay, I'm, I'm like actually gonna go. I'll send you so. the address. I'm I'm dead serious. Like you don't make appointments, you just buzz. You literally buzz. You can make an appointment. Like you okay. can call. You can call, but but they're buzz like the door. Just yeah. buzz, buzz, just buzz, buzz and on come in. on up. Just buzz on in. Yeah. Okay. So do that. And you had your birthday recently. Yes. Happy yeah. birthday! Oh, we had so many birthdays. So it was David's first. Like his is on the 3rd, then mine on the 11th, and then my little baby's on the 16th. Oh, my gosh. He's yeah, four, so he's not a baby. But, but like, he is a baby because he's your youngest. I know. I'm not so ready for my cute. youngest to be four. Because, like I said, when my kids turn three, they turn to little hellions. Yeah, I know. So and you have to really enjoy so those first three years. these first three years, I'm like, yep. that's what's going to happen is, like, my youngest is going to turn three. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, wait, I need another baby. Mm-hmm. But I just – do you like being pregnant? Yeah, I actually love being pregnant, really? but my last pregnancy was horrific. I had oh. hyperemesis. I was hooked up to IVs for the first, I guess, like 13 weeks. And then at 13 weeks, I got a feeding tube, like round the clock feeding tube. No way. Yeah. It was so bad. It was oh so bad. Gosh. And I was on the feeding tube until I think like 23, 24 weeks. And then they so pulled So I cannot it out. complain whatsoever I mean no you can still complain but like and you like being pregnant after that experience I I really love it I don't know I just I really love being pregnant and I don't have like easy pregnancies I mean my other two like diesel I was sick just regular sick you know and um with my daughter I was regular sick and then with why do they think that happened um, they don't know that's the thing they have no idea because usually you would assume it would be like all your pregnancies you would have that yeah I know how old oh you don't tell your age but like I'm trying to think because maybe the older I you said get, is it because of age and they said no I was I was pretty underweight when I okay. got pregnant with him gotcha like pretty underweight then that might be it so but I really had no reserves like I just so that's why they had to do the feeding tube because I was like legit gonna die yeah so you're just barfing everything up yeah oh yeah I was like frail I was pale. I was like skin and bones. And I didn't you still even, have to be a mom. Yeah, exactly. I had a one-year-old. Yeah. Because mine and David's kids, they're exactly two years apart. So I had a one-year-old. 
like our daughter and our son, yeah. you know. So she was one, and so and then I had Nixon and Diesel that like I was taking care of them, and I had a nanny, but still, I still, mean, yeah, that's a lot. It was really bad. I mean, it was really bad. It was scary. Well, yeah, maybe don't have another baby if you have, that happens again. I know but we then, talked about like doing like the surrogate route. Surrogate route. We but have. I don't know. I just I really love being pregnant. I don't know. Even after all that, yeah, it's weird. That is no, weird. It's weird. I love that for you, though. I'm like, I don't like being pregnant at all. Yeah, you don't like being pregnant. At all, at all. Um, What else happened to you this week? Do you watch shows? Like, what do you do? Yeah, so David and I watch shows, like, at the end of the night. That's, like, our unwind. You guys do a lot of date nights. We do a lot of date nights. Yeah, we do. I love that. You guys are so in love, and I love it. We are so in love. Like, I'm, like, we're obsessed with each other, but, like, in a good way. We were, like, laughing about that yesterday because – we were like making out in the kitchen and our kids are like, oh my gosh. And David's like, guys, like, sorry, mom it's and love. I, we are in love and we're obsessed with each other in a good way. And it's how it should be. Yeah. And how amazing is that that your kids get to grow up yeah. seeing their parents love each other? For like sure. That. I did not grow up that way. So I love that I can yeah. give that to my kids, show my kids that. that. Do you guys do date nights? Yeah, we do date nights all the time. We do at least one a week, sometimes two, sometimes three. Like if I have an event, then I'll just bring him with me, like I said, and then we'll sneak away and go do a date. But yeah, we do date nights. So this weekend, we just did like some bar hopping. We went to a few different, like we went to a speakeasy. We went to like the most gorgeous bar. Yeah, I saw your It was so pretty. Um, And then we went to dinner at one of our favorite spots. So it was fun. What is the spot called? American Bar. American bar. Oh yeah, you got he got the cheeseburger and you got mm-hmm. the I got the chopped salad. That's like what salad. they're known for. Yeah. It's like everyone says like big basic bitches just go to American bar and get the chopped salad, but it's, it's so good. good. Yeah, it's good. When did you start drinking? Cuz you got married in the temple. Yeah. And so like <laughs> you now you're oh, you say yeah, you're Christian. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah, I'm not Mormon. Yeah. Yeah, no. We were, obviously. You, um you David, and David and, Yeah, David and I <clears throat> so when we got married, we were Mormon, but not like we obviously we're not getting married in the temple. Yeah. Like he had gotten a girl pregnant on a one night stand. Yeah. Like him and I were sleeping together yeah. before we got obviously. married. Like I mean, you know, normal. Um normal people. <laughs> normal. Um yeah, so we actually got sealed, David and I really got sealed a year after we got married. Which temple? San Diego. Oh, that's a really, it looks like a castle. It was really pretty. Yeah, it was really pretty. Um, And then we were Mormon, like, off and on. You know what I mean? Like, we were, like, we went to church on Sunday. We, you know, but I feel like over the last probably four years, I've been like, "Mm, the math isn't mathing. Like, I don't, like, this isn't I don't like quite, yeah. like, this just, there were so many things that just felt really off to me. Yeah. I have no, like, disrespect towards the religion, the faith, the people. Like, so much of my family, they're Mormon, and they're amazing, and there's so many incredible people who are Mormon. Like, so I will never be the person to sit and, like, bash a Mormon, the church yeah. or the people in the church. Like, I just won't do that. Um, But... I think, yeah, our eyes were just open to a lot of things where I was like, this just doesn't feel right. This doesn't make sense. It it really started like when Diesel was going to be baptized. 
I just like felt sick about it. Like I just was like, wait, I don't, I don't think this is right. I don't think this is good. Like it just felt just not, it just felt, I don't, I can't explain it. It was just like mom's intuition. I'm like, this just, I don't think we should be doing this. But you obviously believe in God and oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause that's where I'm at. It's like, I have such a strong testimony in like prayer and God, but like the other stuff I'm like, Oh, and that's, and that's like how I've always been. I've always been like, I've always been a very prayerful person. Like I've always, I feel like had like a relationship with God. Yeah. And, um, so like all of that made sense to me. It was just all the extra stuff, Same. you know? Yeah. And the, just the culture and just like the, we're better, like you're, we're better than everyone. Like the religion as a whole, like they feel like they're better than other religions. You know, they're going to a certain, they're the true religion, right? Yeah. Only true religion. And I think when you move for us, at least, so we were like very on the fence for the last couple of years we lived in Utah. And then when we moved here, we went to the Mormon church the first week we moved here and it was so, uh, I don't know, like the feelings were just so, the feeling in there was just so weird, like weird. And they, the people were not friendly and we were like, I was like this, I don't, this just is not, let's just like call it what it is. Like this is not for us anymore. And then shortly after that, we found our church here and for us, it just makes more sense like it's it's like the basics it's like Jesus Christ it's the Bible it's you know what I mean like it's prayer it's none of the if you do this then you get to go to a special heaven type of thing you know how do you find your church um so it's actually funny because we had left the uh, Mormon church one day like on a Sunday and like I said the experience was just super weird super off super off and we were walking home And we saw all these people like getting out of church. And I was like, I like joked with David. I'm like, those people look so nice and friendly and happy. Like maybe we should go to that church. And we were just kind of like joking. But then a couple weeks later, I had some friends in town for a girl's trip. So I was staying in a hotel with them and David had the kids and he was walking by and that church was doing like a fall festival just for the community. And they were like, oh, come in. Like you could bring your kids. And my kids like live for bounce houses and face painting. So they were like, let's go. So David went in and then our pastor like introduced himself and was just chatting with David. And he's like, you should like try it out. You know, like you can, anyone's welcome. Yeah. So David's like, he texts me. He's like, I think maybe we should try it out. And I was like, okay. So we went the following Sunday and I was like, oh my gosh, like this makes sense to me. This is it. Like no judgment, no shame, no fear. No, you know what I mean? It was just like a really great place to worship God and connect with Jesus. And the people were welcoming and no judgment. And it was just like, come as you are. That's yeah. literally just come as you are. Yeah. Which is and how it should be. A hundred percent. In any religion. Because God loves you as you are. Exactly. Well, so yeah. Ex- so we love it. Love so that. it's just, it's just a Christian church, like Christian church. with the foundation in Christ. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So d- you went yesterday then? Yeah. Sunday. Cause you did your yep. fit check. Yep. Yeah. We and go you, every And you Sunday. get to wear pants. You can wear anything you want. Well, I guess you can wear anything you want in the Mormon church too, but like. But people are going to look are gonna at you. People are going to be like, mm, why are you not all dressed up? up? That's yeah. so disrespectful. It's just that judgment yeah. culture. It, I mean. Which it's the culture for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Messy. So yeah, we love it. And it's interesting because 
our kids that we co-parent with, again, you can't ever make a decision for your kid without us. So um, when Nixon is in Utah, he goes to the Mormon church with his mom. And when he's here with us, he goes to our church and he loves them both. And he's turning nine um, next month and he has not been baptized yet because David and I, we didn't say he couldn't, but we were just like, eight just seems so young. young. It's just so young. It's really young. And so, um, anyway, he actually is getting baptized next month, but he was like, can I just get baptized in both churches? Like, I, I like oh, going yeah. to both, you can, know? And yeah. we were like, sure. Yeah. Like, I don't see why not. I don't What's know, wrong you know? That? But he is getting baptized in the Mormon church next month. But that, but we're, like, happy for him. We're not yeah. going to, like, stop it. Like I said, we're not, like, bitter or angry. I feel like a lot of people leave the church and they're just really angry and bitter and, like, yeah. holding on to so much. And I feel like we're the opposite of that. We're like super happy that we found a place that feels right for us and our I love family, that. you know? I feel like we're very similar with like yeah. church views and things But like have that. you gone to any Christian churches in Utah? I haven't been to any Christian churches in Utah. I want to try. There's called the Rock Church. Okay. It's a Christian church okay. down the hill for me. And I know a lot of people go to that one and yeah. it's like super popular. So I've wanted to do it, but it's yeah. like, it's like scary to it's like totally walk scary. into yeah. a, you know, I've only known the Mormon religion my yeah. whole life. So it's like kind of scary to be For like, sure. okay, I'm going to go else. into something totally different. Yeah. It is like, I feel like the things that you probably really love and appreciate about the Mormon le- religion, like prayer, like the connection to Jesus Christ, like all of that, like being like Jesus as the savior, like yeah. all of that. I feel like when you go to a Christian church, you'll be like, yeah, like, cause that's, that's what's taught. It's Bible based. Yeah. Like, that's what's taught. It doesn't have any of the extra yeah. stuff. So I feel like you would like it. I know. I think I would When too. we're in Utah, we go to, it's in Draper. It's called, I think it's called South Mountain. That's, I think it's the Rock Church. Across. It's great. We love it's it. It's that giant building. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like you should try it. I know. I'm going to I actually I think you would now. like it. Because, yeah, I drive past it every day and yeah. I'm like, that It's always so cool. like a great message. Like you sing worship songs and it's yeah. like fun. People clap and sing and I love it's it. like fun. And then the message is always like so good. You leave feeling like wanting to be a better person, feeling like uplifted, but not feeling like you've made all these mistakes yeah. in your You're um, not good enough yet. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I think you should try Okay, it. I'm going to. Yeah, let me know. I'm going to. Next time you're in town, I want to come with you. Okay. We can go together. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm trying to think. Any, I guess you haven't really taken out your trash. Do you have any trash to take okay, out? Okay, yeah, sorry. I know. No, we, we're we, just, we're still deep diving a okay, little bit. Okay, I know. We're all over. We're all over the place. Um, Trash. No, it was a good week. Like I said, we had a lot of visitors. So it was, it was like, we love having visitors. It's so fun. I love when my family's here. Um, But it was nice to just have the weekend with our family, just yeah. David and me and the kids and all of them were here. Yeah, they're all here. So it was nice. So my mom left Saturday morning. She was like our last visitor to leave. So we when had a you, really good weekend. When you have visitors, do they stay with you? Depends on the visitor. Gotcha. So my what sister hotel would you always recommend? stays. My mom always stays. Gotcha. Um, my brother-in-law stays, but that's it. That's all. Yeah. That's Everyone else, finds Everyone else finds a hotel. Um, so there's a ho- I I always recommend if you want to stay in Manhattan, um, like Bryant Park area. Gotcha. It's really central. There's like the subway. You can go uptown, downtown. It's safe. It's clean. It's nice. There's a hotel over there called Park Terrace that I love. It's really pretty, really nice. Um, the one hotel by Central Park is really great. There. Oh, I think I've walked past that one. It's really nice. It's great. And then um the inside there's a hotel 
in where's that? Oh, I've stayed there. It's called the Inside, but it's nice. Um, there's so many hotels. No, that's it's like overwhelming. There's so many. Like when you come yeah. to New York, it's really overwhelming, and that's it why is. I like having people who live here. Yeah, because they can really tell me what's worth it and what's not. Because like, mm-hmm. okay, do you like Jason's pickles? Not really. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. See, people who live in New York are like Jason Pickles is no. blech. Yeah. But every, I think we've eaten there once. Every single person in Just my DMs is like, go to Jason Pickles. And it's because it's a lot of food and yeah. like Mormons love it. I don't know what it's, but Mormons <laughs> love it. And oh, so, it's true. You know what's so funny? It's, it's like I leather bees. Oh my gosh. Okay, I do like leather bees though. You do? Yeah, I think it's kind of good. Oh, I don't like leather bees. Really? No, I don't like leather bees. But what? The ice cream? Just like ice, ice cream. Ice cream's fine. Yeah. I just don't like. Are you that talking kind about the food? food? Yeah. Oh, never eat at leather bees. Yeah. Leather no. bees is not for eating. Yeah. No. It is just for ice cream. That's how I feel. But it's yeah, like super popular. The first, so I told you, we went to the Mormon church one time and in sacrament meeting, like literally over the pulpit, they were like, if you're visiting, like have a great Sunday and good luck getting a reservation at Jacob's Pickles. They said it over the Shut pulpit. Up. Is it Jacob's or Jason's? Why did I say Jason's? Jacob's. It's Jacob's. Yeah. It's because, yeah, Jacob's. Jacob's, Jacob's Pickles. Pickles. Everybody is like, go to Jacob's Pickles. No, I think that's a pass. Yeah, no. I, I Well, that's what they were saying. They were like, did pass. people who live in New York tell you to go there yeah, or did no. people who come to New York tell yeah, you to go no, there because it's a pass. It's a pass. Yeah. So that's one where it I'm is like, overwhelming. And I feel bad because people ask me questions all the time. Like, where should I stay? What should I eat? Where should I go? Like, and I'm like, it just really depends on the person. Like yeah. if you love shopping, I could tell you all the shopping places to go. But if you love like Broadway like yeah, you know what I mean I'm not going to suggest like oh go shopping here here and here and eat here here and here if like you hate Italian food and you hate shopping yeah you know what I mean like well, it just, everything it's has very price specific. ranges too like for sure different like oh you're bougie as fuck like yeah go yeah. on Fifth Avenue have yeah. a great time but like if you want more like what's what's it called retro um thrifted yeah. stuff like you're not going to be on that same strip of I'm not places. a thrift girl are you no Brooklyn, Brooklyn has really good. Yeah, no, New York thrift. in general has yeah. amazing, amazing vintage thrift. And I tried last week. I went down to the West Village and I was like, okay, I'm going to like give this a go. Yeah. I went to like one of the best places and I was in there for five minutes. I was like, I can't. I can't. I think it's my attention span. It, no, you have to like search. You have to like really search and really dig. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. What I am going to try though. I am going to yeah, try, try while I'm here just because last time I tried and I didn't find anything. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well maybe this time I'll yeah. get lucky. Okay. Because when I went, when I was like dying at friggin' what, what's that store called? Bergdorf Ber- Goodman. I keep, I keep calling, wanting to call it birthed off and it's not birthed <laughs> off. So that's my dyslexia <laughs> like <laughs> coming in. No. But I passed these, it was on level five. That was like my favorite clothing was yeah, level five. so beautiful. And there were these boots and I was like, oh my gosh, I want these boots. But they were like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, mm, this is like not where I'm at right now. Like yeah. I'm not in this price range. Yeah. I want to be, but I'm not. What boots were they? I don't know. They were denim. They were knee high. Oh, they amazing. were so freaking cute. I didn't yeah. look at what they were, but I was obsessed. Yeah, and I was gorge. like, okay, if they're under like 600, like maybe. Definitely maybe. not. No, you won't find a shoe in that place under 600. 600 no. Yeah. You no. won't find a shoe in that place under a thousand. Really. Yeah. No, it was really sad. It was really sad. So like that's another not, trip. That's not my price range right now. Another um, trip. So I'm like maybe thrifting. <laughs> maybe I'll yeah. thrift some shit. No, let's see what you can I don't find. Know. We'll see. Um, but now it's time for Trash Topic Can. Ooh, okay. Trash Topic Can is sponsored by Dreamland Baby. 
none of my babies have been the best sleepers. With my first baby, Bentley, I tried everything. A friend recommended Dreamland Babies weighted sleep sack. So out of pure desperation, I ordered it. And I can honestly say out of every sleep sack and swaddle I tried, Dreamland Baby helped me give me the most sleep. And that's all I could ask for. So I was so excited when they gave me a code because I have been using that same sleep sack for over three years with all three of my babies. So it's been through the ringer between spit up blowouts, multiple wash cycles. It is still kicking. Okay. And I'm so excited to add another one to the rotation. I ordered their dream weighted transition swaddle since Banks is no longer in a swaddle anymore, but still likes to feel snuggled a little bit and he's been loving it. I've been using it for the past three-ish weeks and so far so good. Every time he spits up and I have to put it in the wash and I have to use a different swaddle, I can truly see the difference. It is so crazy how the littlest things can make the difference in sleep and I love it. So if you wanted to try one of the weighted sleep sacks, you can go to dreamlandbabyco.com and use code weekly trash for an exclusive 15% off your order. Trash Drop a Can is also brought to you by Dime Beauty. Dime's mission is to create luxurious skincare and beauty products that are clean, effective, and affordable. They have everything you need to give yourself glowing, clear, healthy skin. I've used Dime for about five years and I always get compliments on my skin and I can honestly say it's because of Dime. Everyone who I send to Dime tries it and immediately loves it. Everything is clean and it's also super easy and simple to use. They give lots of lots of ideas of how to do your skincare routine by offering bundles. So if you want more anti-aging, if you want more acne prone, if you want something that's just going to give you a nice glow, they're able to really help you decide on what to do. And also they have great beauty products and perfumes. I wear their perfumes every day. The I Love Your Smell Baby is by far one of my favorites. And I also love Seven Summers. But I think my favorite product of Dime would be their Wonder Screen. It is a tinted sunscreen moisturizer, and it is the first thing I put on before I put on any makeup. So if you watched any of my Get Ready With Me's on TikTok, then you've seen I put it on before I put on makeup, and it gives me like this beautiful hint of color and glow. And it's also sunscreen, which is amazing because nobody wants wrinkles. So try one of the amazing Dime products today by going to dimebeautyco.com and use code weeklytrash20 for 20% off your order. And this is I'm my travel. Scared. This is my travel it's size. So cute. Okay, so you have a bigger one at home? Yeah, it's like a full-ass trash can. I know, isn't this so cute? Okay, so just okay, yeah, pick, pick anything. Scared. Yeah, maybe I just like recruit all my trash topic cans yeah, into here. Yeah, it's adorable. It's just a cute little thing. Describe your personality in three words. Okay. I'll pick another one too after this. Okay. Okay. Because this me... one's kind of like, eh. I know. Should we pick another one? Well, I want to hear what you think your okay. personality is. Okay. Um, I have to like think about it though. I can't just be like. Okay. I'll tell you mine. Okay. Well, um, you just know. Just, I just off the know. top of your head. Like just here's know. my personality. I'm funny. Yeah, you are funny. I say that and people are like, you're actually not funny. Um, I'm funny. I'm, I hate this about me, but like I'm a glass half empty type of person. Are you? I am. And I think it's like my anxiety that like causes that. But I'm always just like, oh, it's not going to work out. Like it's not going to be, but I've noticed that if I just like pull that to the side, I can push through. But like at my core, I'm. What comes natural to you. What comes naturally is to be like the doubter or be like no, it's not going to work out or just okay. be like a little negative. So I hate that about myself, but okay. whatever. Um, I can work through it though. That's like I can work through it. Work I'm trying. Change. Yeah. And 
Um, I would say, oh gosh. Well, now I'm like frozen. I know, right? It's hard. Personality. I'm funny. I'm negative. (laughs) (laughs) I'm funny. I'm negative. Um, and I'm sarcastic. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm pretty sarcastic. But that that's kind of like funny. Yeah. That's funny and negative at the same time is sarcastic. Oh my gosh. Did I just come did I just Wait. do girl math? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you literally just like pulled that out. Funny plus negative equals sarcastic. sarcastic. And that is That is me. I love it. That is me. Um, okay. I think I'm fun. I don't necessarily think I'm funny, but I'm fun. You're fun. Like I'm like a fun person to be around, yeah. I think. Like when people around me, they're like, Oh my gosh, you're so you're fun. fun. No, like I, I feel that I like bring I feel like I have a good energy. Like I bring yeah. energy to places that sometimes if it's like, I'm like, hey, like, let's go. Live it you up. know? Yeah. yeah. I like to have fun. I like to do fun things. So I think I'm fun. Um, I'm a perfectionist with a okay. dash of OCD. So uh, yeah. that can be tricky sometimes tricky. because my expectations of those around me are really high. Yeah. Like I have really high expectations. So I can be a little critical. Yeah. To, That's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm working on it, yeah. but because we have our flaws, because I'm a perfectionist, I like you know I like things a very certain way. Yeah. Um, and I would say hmm, the third one. Let me think. You're on the spot. I know this it's is hard. like really like because like hard. what do you say about yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fun. I'm a perfectionist. I'm, I'm perfectionist. I'm pretty like uh, I feel like I'm pretty chill. chill. Like. I feel like my personality as a whole, like I'm not, you know, like some girls are super dramatic or emotional. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't cry. I don't oh, like, you don't cry. No. Really? No. I spent like, it was like the running joke in my family that I cried every day of my life for the first like 10 years of my life. And I think I just got all my tears out because I just don't really like, it takes a lot yeah. to make me emotional. Is David emotional? Nope. No. So you both are just like stable human beings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. David more so than me. Like he's like ultra stable. Oh, that's my husband. So he like makes me, I think because of him, I've become really stable and just like even keel. I not a lot, not like a lot of this. Not a roller coaster. Yeah. I'm pretty just like, and I feel like I'm roller coaster, but that might just be like my mental illness. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah. But I, but the thing is, is like, I'm not negative or like up and down with other people. Like okay. other people, I'm like positive, happy. Yeah. Like, You're going to be amazing. Just I'm your yourself. hype girl, but it's just with me. So I think That's people hard. don't know that about me. They're like, yeah. oh, she's not that way. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, like I am. I cry on the bathroom floor. Oh. Like what's wrong with me? Yeah. So. Got to be your own hype girl. I need to be my own hype girl. Okay. okay we'll that was kind of good. That, that like good made one. me think. That's I had to like one. really think about that for a minute. Okay. Last trash, trash topic can. What? This is so funny that this is what I picked after we just talked about this. What? Last time you cried and why? Oh my gosh. No. Is that not crazy? Okay. That's like, yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Okay. I'm going to have to like really think about this. So you better do yours and I have to really think about this. Let me think about this. The last time I cried was actually holding banks before I left. Okay. Can I tell you something really quick? Yeah. Do you know that banks is my baby's name I don't say my kids names but my baby's name is Banks really yep my four-year-old shut up yeah I love that I mean name. so I just said it but I'm not name. like I'm not that like yeah I mean, because you call uh your daughter sissy yeah yeah TikTok. but um you all oh, you held him yeah, and you cried yeah I was like holding him and I was sad because it was 
Brooks's birthday mm-hmm. and I just like realized like Brooks is three and I feel like it was just yesterday that he was Banks' size yeah. and I was sitting in the rocking chair and I knew I was leaving this is my first time leaving him and so I was like having that anxiety totally. that like glass half empty like something bad's gonna happen like totally. I shouldn't go like this is who's m- watching them who's with your kids it was a mix so like now it's my mother-in-law who's with them okay but before it was my nanny okay and so when it's the nanny like I, I'm a little more stressed because it's yeah, not family, I know. even though they love her and probably totally. prefer her over anyone because totally. she's the fun one that takes them to yeah. do stuff. But I was just like, you know, she's young yeah. and he's four months old yeah. and like he doesn't sleep through the baby, night and baby. he needs the snuggles and the late night feedings. And so I was just like stressed. And then with my mother-in-law, I mean, she had seven children, so she, Whoa. she knows how to have babies. Seven. So I have zero stress when she's with them. Cause I'm like, she knows what she's she doing. She is a pro. She's a veteran. But I'm like, I get that anxiety whenever I leave them. But this is my first time leaving Banks. And so I was just like, I'm nervous. I'm sad. And then having it be Brooke's birthday, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is going by so quick. And then I just, like, felt overwhelmed of, like, am I done having kids? Am I not done? But, like, I wouldn't be able to be a good mom to more kids, I don't think, because I would just be so stressed because I want to be able to keep this part of me, the podcasting, the weekly trash part, And trying to do both and be good at both. I feel like if I add another one, like I would be so overwhelmed. So just like a lot of emotions before I left. And like, I'm still like postpartum. And so I think I'm just kind of all four months. Yeah. Four months. months, You are absolutely. So I'm just like, yeah, my baby. It's a lot. Yeah. And, but I really have been pretty good. I haven't cried a ton lately. That's good. I've been You're like feeling good. stable. Good. This keeps me really distracted I'm from sure. like other things and it gives me something to look forward to yeah. and like put all my mind something in. Something you're great at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's no, nice. You are. But, I love the um, podcast. I'm a big I know. fan. I listen I know. every week. I love it. You're a treasure. Oh, 100%. Love, yes. Love, love, love. I hey. think I've, I mean, I think I've probably listened to every episode at this point. No, that was like the highlight of my life when no. I found out you listened. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I Thank think you. when you messaged me yeah. on TikTok, I was already listening to the podcast. I love that. So then when I saw you, you were like, who are you? Where are you I from? Need to I know need everything. every detail. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then here we are. That's so crazy. I love it so much. Okay. The last time I cried, mm-hmm, let me think. It probably was when I said goodbye to my sister yeah my sister I saw that. moved yeah and I mean like I live across the country so it shouldn't have been that big of a deal that she yeah. moved four hours away from Salt Lake but yeah. it was a big deal you were sad I was really sad yeah because I feel like you know we kept our home in I don't know if I should have just said where yeah, my house we is bleep where her house is thank you we kept our home in Utah and my sister lived five minutes away yeah and we when I do go to Utah we spend every day together like all day, every day. Like she comes over to my house in the morning and we're together. Yeah. So our kids are, the ages are, her oldest is 12. Then my oldest. So it's, these are the ages, 12, 11, 10, almost nine, eight, six, five, and four. So like we literally had kids every single year, basically. Oh my. And so our kids are best friends. We're best friends. Our husbands are best friends. Like we are so close and so when she was like, we're moving, I'm like, wait, you can't move. What no. do you mean you're moving? You're like, I know I live in New York City. I know. I'm like, like, I know I moved, but yeah. I can move. You can't move. Yeah, for sure. So it was sad. I was sad because like, it's just different now when we go to Utah. It'll be different. It's going to be different. And I think, yeah. So we, we went there this summer. We helped them move. Um, 
to the to their new town and then when I was saying bye to her then yeah I like lost it I like was like crying crying not What's like the age gap between you two six years oh that's me and my sister yeah are you close we are now okay but we, I hated her guts I'm the older one okay so yeah. I was the mean older sister yeah that was like you can't hang out with me yeah no my sister and I were really close when I was like a baby and she was sick she like took care of me and then during I mean yeah like our childhood we were not close yeah and then as adults were like best friends yeah well, I'm glad that you could remember the last time you cried. Yeah, I know. That was so actually that fairly was, recent. It was in July. July, okay. So not like that recent, but. Not that recent. Recent for you. Yeah. I mean, what is for that, crying. like three months, four months? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I got all my tears out. And then when I met David, I'm just like, I don't know, a happy, yeah. a happy little, yeah, happy little soul went now. Through I like smell. went through yeah. it, <laughs> like got all my tears out for like, I had like a lifetime of tears, got them all out. And then now I, There's yeah, I cry feel good. About. Yeah, feel good. I love that. Thanks. Well, Christy, thanks for coming oh to Weekly gosh. Trash. Thank you for New having City. me. And now let's go get some lunch. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think, but have you been to Butcher's Daughter? I have not. I oh, have that's it. where I got my matcha, actually. I oh, stopped really? and got my matcha it's there. So it's so cute. cute. It's yeah. so cute. So cute. And it's like healthy and like yeah, I love it. vegan. I don't, yeah, I'm, not, so I'm not nice. vegan, but it tastes really good. I didn't even know it was vegan yeah. until I, after, and they were like, oh, did you know it's vegan? And I'm like, Oh, cool. So, you guys, thanks for listening. Christy, I love you. Everybody go follow Christy Party of Six. Two eyes. Two eyes, yeah. There's someone impersonating me, so I guess that's my trash. I mean, we're ending, but... No way. I've been getting a lot of messages from my followers, and they're saying there's someone, like, it's, like, underscore Christy Party of Six, and they're, like, starting to post my videos, so... You're joking. I got to deal with that. (laughs) Yeah. That is so annoying. I know. That is so annoying. I know. Ew. But anyway, yeah. Okay, just, everybody go block that person. Go report Christy, them. Christy, no underscore, just Christy. Christy Party Party six. six. Yeah. Okay, you Yay. guys. We. I will talk to you on Thursday. Love ya. Don't forget to take out your trash.